Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 25th of February. We start with breaking news and US President Joe Biden has just addressed the world, announcing tough new sanctions against Russia, including shutting down some of the nation's most powerful banks. It comes as Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered a full-scale invasion of Ukraine yesterday afternoon, our time, launching airstrikes and sending in tanks and troops. Here is US President Biden. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. And now he and his country will bear the consequences. The United States will defend every inch of NATO territory with the full force of American power. And the good news is NATO is more united and more determined than ever. There is no doubt, no doubt that the United States and every NATO ally will meet our Article 5 commitments which says an attack on one is an attack on all. It comes as the UK also announced tougher economic sanctions on Russia this morning. Boris Johnson cutting off the nation's access to the pound, banning a Russian-owned airline and a full asset freeze on a major Russian bank. Here is Mr Johnson in Parliament just moments ago. And although the UK and our allies tried every avenue for diplomacy until the final hour, I'm driven to conclude that Putin was always determined to attack his neighbour, no matter what we did. Now we see him for what he is, a blood-stained aggressor who believes in imperial conquest. Ukrainian authorities have confirmed a number of casualties on the ground and this morning reported Russia has now gained control of the site of the former Chernobyl nuclear power plant. Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky pleading for more urgent help from Western allies, saying, quote, if you fail to offer strong assistance, tomorrow the war will knock on your door. Russia cowardly attacked our country early in the morning, very much like the Nazi Germany uh, did during the Second World War. But Russian President Vladimir Putin is not backing down with this chilling warning on Russian television to anyone wanting to stop his invasion. Whoever would try to stop us and further create threats to our country, to our people, should know that Russia's response will be immediate and lead you to such consequences that you have never faced in your history. We are ready for any outcome. That translation, thanks to Sky News UK. Staying overseas, and there are renewed concerns this morning for the Queen's health with Her Majesty cancelling online meetings for a second time. Buckingham Palace says Queen Elizabeth II will continue with light duties after her COVID diagnosis over the weekend. It's understood the 95-year-old monarch did hold a scheduled meeting with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson over the phone earlier this week. Now let's check what's making news back home to Queensland and the death toll from the state's floodwaters has now increased to two after the body of a missing father of three was found yesterday. Here's Gympie Disaster Coordinator Paul Algy. This is a very tragic outcome to a very extensive search. His family are obviously very traumatised, incredibly upset. It's a highly distressing uh, situation. And the wet weather is set to continue with more heavy rain on the way for Queensland. 
Masks will no longer be required in most indoor settings across both New South Wales and Victoria from today. But as James Lake reports from Melbourne, there will still be some critical exceptions. It is a cautious relaxation, Tash, with people still deemed to be high risk of catching or spreading COVID, having to keep their faces covered. For example, anyone working in healthcare or hospitality, anyone visiting a hospital, as well as grade three to six students in primary schools need to keep masks on. The masks in schools has been controversial, though, this week. It's prompted Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt to tell Victoria to launch a mass vaccination blitz in our schools, but Premier Dan Andrews wouldn't have a bar of it. Frankly, Victorians don't take orders from Greg Hunt, the bloke who forgot to place an order for vaccines. To New South Wales and bombshell revelations in state parliament, new documents show the New South Wales government had made plans for a two-week shutdown of the rail network amid an ongoing dispute with unions. Our reporter, Sasha Barbagat, has the details from Sydney. The plot thickens Tash. Documents released by the Fair Work Commission show how the government was preparing for the possibility of a rail network suspension. There are now calls for the Transport Minister, David Elliott, to step down after he insisted he wasn't aware of the shutdown until after the decision was made. The Premier, Dominic Perrottet, has also claimed to have been blindsided by the situation. In some good news for travellers, though, the normal timetable is set to be back in place on Monday. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Now, the Russian invasion of Ukraine is having huge impacts all over the world and the share market has also taken a big tumble. Mm. Yeah, look, it is a really nervous time for an investor's what is a horrible, horrible event. I mean, we were actually seeing some good profit results, Tash, you know, with all the announcements. But with this official announcement of the invasion, the share markets all over the world have reacted swiftly. And even looking at markets right now, they are in the red. Now, our share market closed uh, almost 3% down, 215 points. It's below that 7,000 mark. And all sectors took a, t- a dive with IT being hit the hardest. It was the worst day in 17 months and it effectively wiped out all of February gains. And what you tend to see is that investors are rushing and they're doing it to safe havens like gold and oil and these prices are really escalating. Now, I think what the markets will be focusing on here is the sanctions and that's what they're going to be looking at. And they're saying that uh, prices will continue to rise as sanctions may curb supply out of Russia and disrupt supply chains. Now, we're already just hearing now news is breaking that Britain has announced a second wave of sanctions on Russia. And and Russia is a big exporter. We know that of energy and commodities, but also one of the top wheat exporters. For us, we don't, uh, you know, take a lot from Russia. uh, Russia, So it's going to be more of an indirect hit. And, and, uh, uh, you know, economists like Shane Oliver has definitely pointed that out. But what we will see, these sky-high energy prices, and this is, you know, timing is never good for a war, but with high inflation, when you're looking at the financial aspects, it's not a good mix for the equity market. Um, So, look, what does this all mean for us on a consumer level? Expect more pain at the pump. Expect volatility to continue. And, you know, sectors like travel industry, where they were only just seeing the light of day coming out of lockdowns, they're going to be impacted, of course, quite heavily again. 
And if you aren't invested directly in the share market, I probably say don't have a look at your super fund over the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the reason being, let's say you're in a balanced fund, most of us tend to be there, a 10% fall in the share market would be around about a 4% fall in your super. It depends on your diversification. And as far as the pain at the petrol pump, we're already seeing the price of oil hit over that $100 barrel. Um, you know, predictions it's going to go past, you know, 125 It's going to mean that, you know, we are going to be paying $2.10 and plus for just, you know, filling up at the tank. That's going to be normal. So, look, I, I think for, for most investors, stay calm. Um, you know, it is only a loss if you do realise it. And, you know, at this stage, it, it's a paper loss. Do not panic. Um, you know, what we do see, what history shows, is that mar- mar- markets do bounce back. Yeah, hopefully they do. Thanks so much, Effie. Ciao. Time for sport now with Hamish Finlay this morning. And Hamish, good morning. Let's start with the AFL and we've had the first practice matches. Yes, good morning, Tasha. Yeah, the Demons have brushed off any talk of a premiership hangover. They've absolutely thumped North Melbourne by 88 points. Big forward Ben Brown led the way up front, spooting five goals. We really wanted to come out uh, in our first practice match of the year and um, play the same kind of way that we had at the end of 2021. In yesterday's other match, uh, Carlton edged out the Saints by seven points. We've got five games on today, starting with the Lions and Crows on the Gold Coast. Still on AFL, and it was a pretty special night for Neil Danaher. He's been made a legend of Essendon. The former captain was one of four legend elevations last night alongside Dustin Fletcher, Gavin Wanganeen and former club doctor Bruce Reid. And Hamish to the NRL now. And teams have one more chance to get out there and have a good red-hot go before the season kicks off very yes, shortly. That's right. It is the final week of trial matches. Starting tonight, it is a doubleheader in Gosford when Canberra plays Manly, then the Roosters take on the Tigers. Joey Manu is back for the Chooks after that horrible cheekbone fracture last year. He has been named at 5'8". Most clubs fielding their big names this weekend, including the Bulldogs who'll have a full strength side against the Sharks on Sunday. And your new recruits uh, Matt Burton, Josh Adokar and Brent Naden all lining up. And finally this morning, Nick Kyrgios Hamish has opened up about his battle with mental health. Yeah, the tennis star has put on a pretty raw post on Instagram, Tash, revealing he was in a pretty dark place in 2019. His highs and lows over the years have certainly been well documented, but he's come out revealing he actually had suicidal thoughts and turned to alcohol and drugs, saying he was lonely and depressed. Thankfully, though, he says he's in a much better place now. He's completely turned his life around and has a different outlook on everything and is also urging others to, to uh, reach out. And just a reminder, if you do need help, you can always call Lifeline on 131114. Mental health does not discriminate. Let's hope that he's getting the help that he needs. Thanks so much, Hamish. No worries. Thanks, Taj. And what a way to start your weekend. One Australian is waking up this Friday morning $63 million richer after winning a major share of last night's $120 million Powerball. The ticket was purchased in Coffs Harbour on the New South Wales mid-north coast. The other winner was a syndicate of 250 people from WA. Here's Kevin Parks from the Kalgoorlie News Agency who sold that winning ticket to the lucky group. This is just life-changing for so many people and this is what we wanted. It's, it, it means more than just one person winning. This is like a whole community winning. This is incredible. 
Incredible indeed. Happy Friday. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we'll see you bright and early on Monday.